Hey guys, thanks for watching Ike Live. It's brought to you by Mystery Tackle Box. Please check them out. They've got a great product. Go to mysterytacklebox.com. If you use the coupon code Ike Live, you get 50% off Sweet. your first pro box. That's $12.50 <laughs> for a almost $50 value of baits in this box. Hey everybody, welcome back to Ike Live. I hope you're having a fabulous Wednesday. I know we are. Uh, it's got, got a great show for you tonight. Uh, we just uh, first segment had Brandon Cobb on. Yeah. Very awesome, very refreshing. Talking to young Brandon. Uh, two big wins recently, two elite wins, almost back-to-back. Uh, and we've got two more segments for you. We've mm-hmm. got a great segment coming up right now with uh, Jeff Little. And a little bit later, we're going to be uh, talking kayak fishing. We've got uh, Ryan Lambert calling in to chat with us about kayak fishing, good and bad. Uh, joining us real quick, the one and only Miss Rebecca stepped in and uh, sitting in the crusts chair. How you doing tonight, Beck? Uh, Beck, who are you wearing tonight? <laughs> Should look down and see. Hey, Mark. Anthropology. Anthropology. Jacques Anthropology. Uh Give us a little update. I know uh, you, you normally update us on Ike Foundation stuff, and we do have something that just happened with Ike Foundation. You want to yeah, give us an update a, on we that? Yeah, we announced our five scholarship recipients today. What? Ooh, very yeah. exciting. Yeah. Uh, where it's So people watching right now that want to know who won the scholarships, where can they go to find out? If you head to our Facebook page, we have it listed there. Sometimes we have a slight delay in getting things onto the website, but it's definitely listed on <laughs> all our social channels. Cool. So how was it? Pretty diverse. Uh, I know hundreds and hundreds of applications came in. It's a lot. And you guys of had to sift through, go through essays. There's, yeah. I mean, you you don't just give the scholarships away. Like these are qualified high school graduating seniors that that worked hard for the scholarship. And, yeah. And was it a hard process narrowing it down yeah, to those five? Yeah, it's really hard because there's some amazing kids that apply. Yeah. But. I think you probably get down to about 25 that you really then have to dig into to find those top five. You know, like there's usually 20 to 25 that truly stand out. There are those kids that that did something in their community. They gave back or, you know, that letter of recommendation really touched you. Like their essay was that good. There's like something about them that really stands out. Are you reading the essays? Who's doing that? Yeah, so... um, I'm very fortunate because Kate on our team is a former teacher. Oh, okay. So she reads through everything, and then I get a smaller group to read through by the time they come to me. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. And we try to be real careful because a lot of people try to say, oh, so-and-so is applying, and we don't want to have any bias. So by the time I get them, like, there's no names on them. It's just you're, you're literally just reading them. Yeah. And just so all of you in high school know, like, an essay is five paragraphs. The opening should say the three points you're going to make. The next three paragraphs should be those three points, and then you should close it. Dave knows all that. Dave, you remember all that, don't you? (laughs) 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 Okay, guess that. Uh, Were you going to make fun of myself? No! (laughs) No, I wasn't trying to get you to do that. Yeah. Uh, the other big thing, too, is the last time we had an Ike Live show was right on the heels 
of the Ike Foundation's kids event. Oh yeah, we and did that. It's happened. Very very much a success, Dave. You thought it was good nice good turnout yeah, my, this my year. My little again? guy tapped out, dude. He insisted on being cool coming down there scantily dressed. Yeah. He froze his ass off. <laughs> we quick. did. It was it yeah, was chilly. We bailed, man. Yeah. <laughs> it was chilly. Uh but we had a great turnout over 200 kids. Yeah. Gave away lots of rods and reels. Um great turnout. The story for me uh, from the Ike Ike Foundation Kids event, Brian Carpenter no, you weren't there this year, but was so amazed at how many young ladies won this year. Yeah. It was very, very impressive. Our one age group was all girls. Uh, it was dominated by girls, yeah. which I thought was really, really cool. Brian Carver? They legit won, or Becky's cabal no. of men no. no. and women picked them to win? No, they no. legit won. Okay. This is legit. You know, if we go by inches. You know, you catch 10, 20, 15 fish. Yeah. From bluegill to catfish to Rich, bass. Rich, you were there. You saw them. Yeah. Yeah. Very there impressive. Yeah, it was to see the ladies out there. It was yeah. awesome. One little girl. Remember the little girl with the Great Wolf Lodge, the ears on her cap? Yeah. Taylor, our the everyone knows Taylor volunteers all our events, comes out to everything. But like he was there hanging out with her and her dad, oh, and Taylor she Stewart? yeah, and okay. she had it like figured out. Like she just figured out how to cast right into the channel beyond where everybody else was oh. was casting. She was dialed. And she mm-hmm. was catching bass after bass after bluegill. Yeah. Oh, just, the hook oh. sets sounded like Brandon Cobbs. Wow. Oh, yeah. she was amazing. Wow. Blue I mean, bobber spine. Like I mean she, she, had, she was if awesome. That. Yeah. If that. The best, the best story was the family next to her like didn't catch anything Ooh. and they kept going they're like what are you doing? Like to this little girl, what what are you doing? Like, cause they all have worms. I mean, we provide them with worms, you know. And yeah. but, got worms. Yeah, she just she she had it. The cadence, the cast, everything. She just had it figured out. Yeah. She was awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's great event. It's great event. Uh, and one last thing, uh, Ike Foundation, um, another big event coming up in a couple months. But I want to remind everybody watching, and listening, it's it's not too early to sign up. We have the Ike Foundation <laughs> Pro Am. Yep. I want to say our fourth year uh, back on the Delaware River, uh, Camden Waterfront again. You want to give people a little info on that and let them know they can sign up already yeah, so at a we discount? Have, yeah, so we have the the boat fishing event. We've got the kayak event. Um, we've got that free family fun fest during the day on the Camden Waterfront. Um, spoiler alert, there's going to be one last discount for the boat event um, right before Father's Day. So. Keep your eye out. I mean, sign up tonight. Yeah. But maybe <laughs> yeah. wait like and, a and, week. And for people watching right now that have been on the fence or have fished it in the past and are debating on fishing it again, big difference this year in first place prize. A fully rigged Bass Cat boat this mm. year. Yeah. A the- Bass Cat, brand new Bass Cat Margay with a 150 Yamaha on the back. Complete There's no better bag for your buck out there. Complete that boat package. goes fast. Mike's, it, Mike Centaur. It's a go fast boat. Yeah. yeah, he put a 150 on that boat last year, put a Yamaha on it, yeah. and that boat flies. Flies. It's moves. A rocket. Yeah. What's he running? Two boats now, Rich? Well, he he sold the he sold the Marge actually just recently. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, he so he's only year. running a Skeeter, but but he 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 rigged that boat out and it it looked good. I saw him on the water with it several times. So yeah. it's worth it's worth the entry fee. It's worth yeah. the entry fee. Oh my yeah. god, yeah. Yeah. Check yeah. it out. Uh, go to. Ike I'm Foundation. coming for you, Mike. Yeah. And the only thing that we haven't talked about is that we changed up the format a little bit for the pro am. Yeah. So instead of doing the event on the battleship the evening before. 
the Ike Live crew is going to be live for happy hour from the host hotel the night before for yes. the pairing. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So that's just a free event. Anyone can come, you know, grab a beer. We're figuring yep. out all those details I mean, and, and hang out for the live show. Yeah. It is kayak night. Maybe we talk about that part of the thing. Yeah. We have yeah. some. No, to... like maybe now. Oh. <laughs> like, but wait, wait. My last comment <laughs> is instead of doing the <laughs> battleship, we're still going to have a big event. We're trying to do it a little bit fancier. We're going to go two yards on the Thursday evening before oh, cool. for a casino night. Casino night. The Thursday yeah. night before, too. So, so you can go and let loose and not be the night for the tournament. You know, have yeah. fun. It's gonna be it's gonna be a good one. I think that can be your change. late night. Yeah. Friday can be your yeah, night. Yeah, because those teetotalers like Mike Centaur don't whip your ass the next yeah, night. Yeah, they don't drink at all. He's no. drinking water, <laughs> right. sandbagging. Right. Sandbagging. Now, Mike, so the, what I meant was the kayak division. Kayak division again. Yeah. In the, yeah. That's, yep. that's all about that is what I meant. Yep. Kayak division again. Uh, yeah. Some some changes there as well. Um, opening up the waterways yeah. a little bit. We're Uh-oh. gonna Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Let's again. Hear it. We're gonna add some more water. Yeah, all within, all within Camden County, but we're going to add a couple other fisheries. Yeah. So we're going to have a little broader well, we're choice. We're opening up to the public waterways on a few <clears throat> other counties, and so you can see that all that on the sign-up. So there's about three counties that if there's a public waterway, you can fish on. Oh, yeah. my God, really? Yeah. Yeah. As long it's as it leads huge. to the river? Yeah, I think they're all connected to Delaware River, if I'm not mistaken, right? I know. I don't oh, think right. so. No? Okay. Well, we'll, we'll find no, out. That was the whole thing before in the past. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I like yeah. it, man. That's we're just trying to. Well, Hobie changed up their format as well, and so we're we're trying to work with them in order to be able to make it a larger event. Because ultimately, what you do now is you qualify for this. Um, I think it's called the Tournament of Champions in Arkansas, and then that winner goes on to Hobie Worlds. You know, you're not getting the, the ticket punched to Worlds. Yeah. Are torpedoes permitted on the kayaks at this event? They are. <laughs> Maybe. Looks I like that rolling know. just came down. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Becky's like, I don't know. I'm like, yeah, they are. I don't yeah. see why not. I, I don't I don't make the rules. Hobie does. So I don't I, remember <laughs> seeing that it couldn't be like uh I, I got to tell you, though. Electronically propelled, you know. I like the, the, the all the different uh, the locations that you can go. It adds a whole other strategy to it. For me, and again, I'm not a kayak angler, so the kayak people are probably going to get pissed at me, but. I love the aspect. Of the the thing about the kayak that's most appealing to me is getting into smaller waterways. I the, the whole throwing the boats in Kentucky Lake kind of thing. Like I don't know. To me, I just I, I think I think you should be going to places that the bass boats can't get because there's so many awesome places bass boats can't get with your with your kayaks. And I, I don't know. I know you get a lot of people showing up at the events, and it might be tougher with smaller waterways. But I like that aspect of it. I, I I'm not exactly tickled it or it just doesn't make sense to me to put them out on big bodies of water where it's it's dangerous right how about that place we got my g3 last year yeah 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 that place that was a place only kayak should go or the place that i was over the weekend <laughs> over a guardrail <laughs> and guardrail and yeah, through sure. the poison ivy and good and places to the motherland they're some of the best yep they're some of the best um, speaking of kayaks, I, I, I want to switch it now, and I would like to break into our in-studio guest. Uh, Ron Champion would like to say torpedoes are not allowed in Hobie events. They're not. Is that <laughs> See, I knew there was going to be. Okay. But thank you, Ron. I appreciate that. Ron, have you signed up yet? Yo, Ron. Yeah, defending champion, Ron. Yo, Ron. Yeah. <laughs> Ron. Dude, is he, are you going to let Ron do that again? I thought Brian gave him 
Dude. I'm not allowed to joke with Brian. Right? So I'll say I'll say it differently. Uh, someone gave, gave him a lot of good juice. Dave, you went to you went to Peter's, right? Yeah, I did, dude. We tried to tell you to go to Newton. No. No, Peter's has the ability I, to put out dude, though. Listen, if you would have saw the Giants I had there like just the week before, like it was stupid and I had it to myself. Yeah, they went through the pipe and Ron caught them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what happened. That's so funny. A guy comes up from Georgia, has six minutes of practice, and finds like the most amazing place. Now he stayed. At, I'm not allowed to joke with Brian night, but he stayed at Brian's house that night, and he wound up on a spot that. So I said, I, I said, Ron, pull the lake up on your phone. Okay, so this is deep. This is shallow. There's trees here. This, this is where the water comes in. There's a bridge. There's a bridge. There's a bridge. <laughs> So what Dave is saying is he he'd like to be invited over the, for the conversation. Yeah, the hey, night Dave, Dave wants to sleep over. Dave doesn't before. listen. Ron Champion does. Uh, <laughs> I, t- I showed you guys the pictures, man. I was, I, they were they were giants. They're all three pounders. Yeah, dude. You won yeah. practice. Yeah. And they were there. Hooked they, your they fish. Were gone, they were snakeheads, but there were three pounders. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> but I, yeah, I t- remember I told you in the first three minutes. I shot like a 16 incher right off the right, <laughs> right off the board because I didn't I didn't like there's a trick that Ron showed me where he has like a, a leash that he hooks the fish in the mouth before he puts them on the board so that if he does wiggle off he's hooked onto the he's hooked onto the tether you know like yeah. the leash and I had him on there and I'm trying to get myself in position right off dude I'm telling you like the first three minutes man yeah so you didn't even get the picture. No, I didn't even get. I was. That's what I was reaching down for the camera to get set up to take the picture, and he shot right off. He was laying still, dude. He was dead. And then I go to reach <laughs> for the dead. camera, and he was gone, man. <laughs> no, he played me. Played, played you, oh, man. man. That's what scares me about yeah. these events for I, for Vegas. I guess I'll just put the fish in the bottom of the keep boat. Keep him in the bottom of the boat. Yeah, yeah. bottom of the yeah. boat. Keep him in the bottom of the boat. Ron Champion says nobody gave me shit till Davey sucks. I guess we're all just to believe he slept over your house and <laughs> minutes later was on the winning spot. <laughs> You're right. He did find it. Yeah. Who were we I like to say this. That? The, the sleepover <laughs> aspect of all this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a slumber party. Yeah. And he happened to have the black power worm with the shark tail yeah. that no. hasn't been made in 30 years. Oh, no, Ron brought his own game, man. <laughs> he did. He fished it his own way. Uh, just, he camped in one spot and waited for him to turn back on and just stayed on. Yeah, it. that is tough. That is tough. I right, do, everybody I, I know would have moved on. Yeah. That's Ryan tough. made him bacon. It. Where was he fishing? By the Black Horse Pike? <laughs> yeah. At the pipe? Uh, we're yeah. at the overflow. Yeah, yeah. That spot gets a lot of pressure too. It's not. I mean, it's it's community hall. Yeah, yeah. You can beat that spot flipping pads. Not that day. <laughs> not that but day. yeah, apparently not. <laughs> not that day. Uh, I, I want to get into it and uh, joining us. I mentioned earlier we've got uh, a guy that I met today, and uh, really amazing product. And I want to jump into a little bit of that and a little more. Uh, Jeff Little joining us on All the right. Cast Couch tonight. You, Jeff, good to have you, man. Thanks, man. We got a lot of people watching and listening right now, and I know what they're thinking um, because the first time I heard the name, I thought the same thing: Torquedo. Torquedo. You just can't stop Torquedo. saying it. <laughs> Torquedo. So you get Taquito. Right. Torquedo. Right. You know, it, a lot of different variations yeah. of it, but it's Torquedo, and it's a yep. it's a play on the word torque. Yeah, because the electric motor um, that it is is really high torque. It's, yeah, it's uh, not like a a trolling motor. It's it's technology is such that um, you know the the propeller that it has has a really aggressive pitch, yeah. has a really long prop blade, and 
it's actually a low RPM motor. So with each turn, it's just taking big chunks of water. A lot of bite. It's got a lot of bite. Yeah. And you felt that today in, in my boat that I had the Cruise 2.0. Um, I think that gets up to about 9.5 with that, that rig out there, 9.5 mile an hour. Most wow. kayaks with our, with our ultralight are between 5 and about, I think the highest I've, I've tested one was 5.7 miles per hour in a kayak. So Wow. That's the, you know, the Hobie Evolve. You know, the the one where you put it in the Mirage Drive yeah. or the Torquedo Ultralight that you put on the on the back. That's what we had out there today. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we should have a competition. Dave <laughs> versus the Torquedo. I'll, Ooh. Get, I'll get hammered. <laughs> so I, I can hold about five miles per hour for about maybe 50 yards. Yeah. Full, to- like, full red line, man, and then that's it. Then you're burned out. Yeah, and then you're, and, uh, yeah. yeah like, yeah, fatigue. With a, a sprint but, with the Mirage Drive, I yeah. can hit, like, 5-1, but yeah. with the Torquedo... On the the Pro Angler 14, I'm doing 5.2, but I'm doing 5.2 for like 11 miles. Oh wow! So, wow. Dave, like, how did you know your speed? By uh, my GPS. Okay. Uh, you know the uh, yeah the Lawrence. Um, like the uh, what is it, the Outback? The Outback can fly. Yeah. Oh the yeah. Outbacks. It's a quick boat. That yeah. thing flies. I would like to yeah. know what you can do with that red line, like what kind of speed you right. can get. But it's infinitely faster than the PAs. Yeah. You know. Yeah. The yeah. the new Outback hits 5.5 miles per hour. Okay. With the torpedo, which wow. is which is one of the faster ones, and one of the things that they figured out w- that Hobie does well is the seating position. Uh, having the seating position forward, basically, you know, if if here's your bow, here's your stern, uh, the kayak angler is is you know is here. He's going to put a lot of his gear right here behind him, and it. You know, the the bow pops up, the stern digs down, and it rides inefficiently. Yeah. Well, Hobie knows that, and they they push the seat forward. You know, there's, there's you know, there's something about getting that nose down that it rides Weight flat. distribution, yeah. It's the same thing. I mean, it's the same concept that I learned from a lot of the uh, Baltimore Municipal Water mm-hmm. Supply Reservoir Anglers. There's all these tournaments that go on on Liberty and Pretty Boy and Lock Raven. There are pockets of electric-only tournaments all yeah. over all over the U.S. There's yeah. New Jersey, New Jersey. The whole state. There's <clears throat> some in North Carolina. There's a bunch in Ohio, down near Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah, Richmond has some. That well, one all these most of these states, your yeah. name are by choice. Like the People's Republic of New Jersey mandates that we have electric-only. You know, like it isn't by choice. <laughs> right. <laughs> and there's, I mean, there's over. We have a map that that I use just in when I talk with dealers and explain the the electric-only market. Uh, there's over, I think it's over. 1,800 different electric-only waters, and that's not even wow. counting like the, you know, the community lakes or the, you know, the ones that are, uh, those are just public ones right. in North America. So it is a big market, and you know, the that you cannot use the gas motor. Right. Um, but I, I will put it out there. There's a reason why you would use an electric motor, even if you can use it, and that's how I I use. You know that boat up on the up on the Susquehanna. Right. Um, you were talking earlier about you know placing the cast in the meat of the tree or out on the yeah. edge, and the thing that I kept thinking of, of I know exactly where to where to place a bait uh, because I you know I put the the 
the snorkel and the scuba mask on and go face down in the Susquehanna, and I'm looking in grass beds and in white water. Oh, really? And I know specifically where those fish are going to be from that experience, and that that's what I was thinking about in that example. But when I'm down there and and you know I'm filming, doing underwater filming to kind of you know help with the YouTube channel yeah. to explain concepts to people. Um, you know, I'll hear a jet boat running up the river, and I'll just stop. I'll just feel like, all right, I'm not filming. And it feels like he's right on top of me. And I pop my head up over the surface, and I look, and I'm like, he's half a mile away. Wow. Like, I got a long time waiting for that gas motor to get away from yeah. me. You know, it's the same thing out on the bay. We'll be, you know, <clears throat> we'll be out there in kayaks with the with the torpedo motor on the back, run right over him. In fact, I did it... Um, I did it yesterday after a Hobie dealer visit up in um, uh, Harvey Cedars. You know, trolled right over some stripers. I got I got a couple nice ones. You know, I went into the dealership and I couldn't focus on what the guy was saying. I'm like, you have you have breaking fish behind you. He's like, <laughs> go ahead and launch and <laughs> yeah. come back. But um, you know, we run right over them in like six feet of water trolling, and it doesn't spook these fish. Right. And if I'm out there catching stripers and I'm jigging on them and, and you know, we're, we're catching them, if I have someone with a, a gas motor that's scooting by, I mean, everyone's out there with binoculars. They're looking for two things. Birds dropping. Yeah. Or someone else catching fish. Right. And if I see a gas, you know, just a regular boat going by and I have a fish hooked up, I will drop the rod tip. Like, I'm not catching this fish sure. and screw around with a depth finder until he passes, and then I bring him in. Because I don't want him coming over. Right. Because as soon as that gas motor comes over, it's, dop, 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 dop. you Shuts know, it just ruins down. it. It just scatters it. Yeah. So, electric for, for stealth is a big deal. Right. Um, you know, it, they're not totally silent. You know, the there is a reduction gear noise in there, but it's not like a gas motor. It's so, definitely not like a gas. And you don't and you don't have the you don't have a lot of the problems with gas. You don't have the cost of gas. Right. You don't have the mess of gas. You don't have the emissions of gas. Yep. It's a lot of lot of benefits. Yeah, I just plug it in and yeah. it's ready to roll. Yeah. Well, now, well, go ahead. No, I, I was gonna say I know there's a lot of people right now that. Um, What's the history of Torquedo a little bit? Like, uh, what, what's the history? Where where did it come from? Where where how when did it start? You know, give us a little bit of that. It's a German company. Yeah. And it was basically um, <clears throat> two guys that that um, you know that that worked together and boated together on Lake Starnberg in in uh, in Germany. And they looked at what was out there, you know, it's an electric-only lake, and, yeah. and said, you know, the options aren't good. You know, we can come up with something better. And they did, just for their their own use. And, you know, they're zipping around, and <clears throat> everyone else in the marina was like, hey, where'd you get that? Well, we made it. Can you make another? Can you make another? And it snowballed, and they just said, we need to quit our regular jobs and just do this. Wow. So... What is unique about it? What is different? So with any with any um, electric motor, you have your copper coils. You got a magnet that goes in there. Yeah. You apply the electricity and it spins. You know. When they invented the torpedo motor, they inverted that and instead of putting the magnet inside, they put a bell housing around the outside, so you have lots of magnets. So. It's a magnification of, of torque just by having more magnets. Ah. 
the magnets that they use are not the ferrite magnets that you see in a trolling motor. Uh, they're rare earth magnets, which are really expensive, but they're six times more powerful per weight. So, again, another magnification of torque. you got to right. love German engineers. Only a German engineer would look at a normal trolling motor and be like, Sucks! Right. You know I mean? <laughs> <laughs> this sucks! Yeah. Yank up! Let's create another one. <laughs> Let's find these rare earth magnets that we got to <laughs> destroy a tribe for. You know right. what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Let's make this awesome motor happen, man. Yeah, that's awesome. So wh- so, so it started in Germany. These two guys, they, they, they right. figured this out. They created this amazing thing. Word started to spread. So how did, how did it get to the States, and how did it start getting to the fishing world? Um, I would say that the, the fishing application isn't nearly as big as the market penetration we've had in sailing. Sailing's and a big market and sailing, the biggest market in the Sailing States. has been, you know, and, and kayak fishing is exploding and we're having incredible growth with with our ultralight, our one horsepower equivalent. Right. <clears throat> Um, That's the one you're talking about inside the, the PA and the, and the Yeah, outback. so we actually sell the motor to Hobie, and Hobie builds the housing around it that you, you drop down into. You can either, you know, on the pro anglers, you can drop it down into where the Mirage Drive is, or on the older outbacks, you could put them on the back. Um, but, it, you know, it's the same 400-watt motor. Um, but, like, how do you charge them? Like, because now you need a battery or something. Like, how does that work? Yeah, lithium. So it's a lithium battery, lithium. and uh, it's about that big. There's two options, a 320-watt-hour and a 915. The 915, you know, the the longest day that I've had with it was actually on the, on the Susquehanna Flats um, trolling for Striper. I covered 25.3 miles in one day, and I still had 5% left. So Dang. it's wow. it's wow. So it's all enclosed in that housing. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you have to rewire something, or it's no. just all in it. You just plop it in, and then yep. you pull it out, and you recharge it. Yep. The whole system's waterproof. Um, it sounds easy. They say IP67 rated waterproof, which means you can submerge it, you know, up to a meter deep for up to half an hour. No water gets in it. What's the draft? The draft, how deep you have to put the prop. Um, <clears throat> I actually test that a lot. I so we redid our our kayak mount to have that four bolt pattern, uh, which is the same as the power pole um, that you're seeing. Well, the four bolt pattern is is on the back of they have the inserts on the back of the um, the new Outback, but it's on a lot of different kayaks and. Uh, I tested a lot of different boats to make sure, you know, that that it works with, you know, it works with most of the market as much as we as we can. And that was one thing that I looked at is we have to get that that propeller deep enough so there's no and people say cavitation, but the German engineers say no, not cavitation, it's ventilation. Uh, but basically, where it sucks. American lies. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I get corrected. <laughs> it's you, you have the top of the propeller about that deep before it's it's really grabbing you yeah. know it, it's not sucking down I'm just any thinking air. of the one that would go into where the foot pedals go like how far down that is like how much you know how much are we, that actually require I would I think requires less um, less depth just because there's you have the hull yeah. of the kayak there it's harder to to suck air down to right, it right. I don't know is it adjustable? 
Um, <clears throat> yeah, it's adjustable up and down. You can adjust the, you know, the, the you know, the trim angle. Um, in most cases, you're steering it with your feet. You you hook up um, like rudder lines. Oh, you wow. know, rudder, you know, the the rudder. Steering. I, was, I was picturing like something like a, you know, like like a, like the way a trolling motor worked. No, steer with your feet. Oh wow. Yeah, totally hands free. I'd like to see one in a, in actually in action. Pretty amazing. It's pretty yeah. amazing. Yeah, I, I got to see I got to see uh, the Torquedo today on a on a PA for right. PA 14, and yep. I got to see it on an inflatable, and uh, it, it it was it was really mind blowing for me because like I said I I feel like I've been a guy that's been around a lot of boats been around a lot of electric boat propulsion boats over the years right and i've never seen anything move as efficiently as quiet as quietly and 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 as as, with that speed i've just never seen it before right it's mind-blowing it's mind-blowing so there's different levels of i mean there's different horsepower you know motors available yeah the the ultralight for the kayak is a one horsepower uh, the the motor we sell the most of by number, you know, is the travel motor, and that's a three horsepower equivalent. Uh, that's the one that's big in the sailing market, where they use them on dinghies and tenders. But even sailboats up to a ton and a half, it'll they people use it to push it, you know, out of the slip, out of the marina, pull it up, and then they go sailing. Right. Um, then you jump up to the cruise motors, which is what you used on the the Sea Eagle fish skiff today yeah um that is either a five eight or 20 horsepower equivalent <laughs> yeah and those are two thousand watt four thousand watt or ten thousand watt Damn. beyond that <clears throat> you can jump up to 40 80 or 130 horsepower what? so they have the deep blue system 130 horsepower it's a hundred kilowatt motor that uses the same the same lithium batteries they put in the BMW i3. You could power Ethiopia with that battery. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! So they're they're car batteries that we're using to power it, yeah. and it's you know. Wow! It's 130 like, horsepower. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so faster use than everybody in, in South in Jersey's commercial applications. Like if you have a. Um, I think San Antonio has one. Um, I don't know. There's a bunch of different like water taxi operations where they're taking the diesel engine out and putting in the electric because awesome. wow. it's quiet. Yeah. You know, it, it doesn't pollute. And after a certain number of years, because you're not buying, you know, so much uh, yeah. diesel fuel, you eventually save money. You pay, you pay for yourself. Yeah. First, yeah. first huh. thing I thought of was like like Cooper River, for example. We're restricted to electric only. Yeah. Until those rowers came in there. Yeah. You know, the high schools with their rowing teams. Yeah. And then they're allowed gas motors for the jerk off with the bullhorn, but we still <laughs> we're still stuck on electric motors. <laughs> right. You know How I mean? do you really feel? Right. Oh, I'm serious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I get arrested for running the outboard there, but they're they're fine. Never, ah, bro. I never did. <laughs> Anyhow, <laughs> but, I mean that would be a great place for a torpedo motor. Yeah, yeah. No, I, 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 think what's interesting is the uh, the spectrum where you could use it. Right? It's not just for kayaks. It's John boat. Brian DeCarpenter is doing a build right now with That's a, right. a yep. fourteen foot, sixteen foot John, sixteen foot, 16 foot John boat. That's right. It's yep. uh, sailboats. It's uh, you know the water. Ta- I mean, 
there's a big range right. of use for that style of motor. Yep. Wow. It's very cool. It's crazy. I, I I'm impressed. I'm impressed with the with the technology. Yeah, we know? were blown away last night. Jeff came over and you know we we hooked the Torquedo 2.0 Cruise 2.0 up on the on the 16 footer last night and and um he just you know, activated the battery. Battery goes in sleep mode and you know had to had to wake it up. Uh, <laughs> it was crazy. That thing sat dormant for six months or more. Yeah. Who knows how long? Yeah. It had 97 or that was a 97% battery yeah. life still sitting in it. Wow. Yeah. And I don't know who had the thing before. This is coming secondhand, and it was still, still, you know, loaded. So it's it's amazing, dude. It's got a built-in <laughs> GPS in, in the motor. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, talk a little so about the, that because that's interesting. The too. GPS is there not just for I mean, because you could have you know on your on your depth finder you have your chart and you know how fast you're going. The reason why it needs a GPS module and it, and in the cruise motors it's in the it's in the motor itself and in the ultralight or the travel motors it's actually in the battery but it the motor and the battery and the throttle all communicate with each other and the data it's looking at is what's the the percentage of the battery that's remaining what speed you're going thanks to the gps and what's your throttle setting in in terms of how much how much are you asking uh, for? How much power? How, what's the watt draw you're asking to come out of the battery? So regardless of whether you're fighting a tide or wind or whatever, your speed is your speed, and you know it knows how much you know power you're using, and it calculates your remaining range at that current throttle setting. Right. So unlike just using in what I see a lot in the electric only reservoirs for folks that don't have the torpedoes you get a couple you know regular trolling motors on the back and you know early in the day you're scooting along you're good to go and then you get you know down reservoir and the wind picks up and and you're trying to get back and and you're stuck right brian Stuck. How do you yeah. Stuck? Are you are you insinuating that Brian's equipment always breaks down? No, he just he just I, mean, I wonder how you know he that. just told me you know uh, that uh, right. that he got he got stuck. It was actually my point is though I was with Darren Brooks and his father Neil Brooks's equipment and yes right we got stuck right and Darren rode a very long way back. So you don't want to row back. You want to know you want to know if you got enough power to to get back, and that's what it tells you. It's it's you know with a regular trolling motor. You get a sort of sense that uh, it doesn't quite have the power. It's it's running out. I better start getting back. No, with the with the torpedo on the on the throttle, it will tell you. Say you're going full speed and you have 38% of the battery left, and you're just hammering it. Yeah. Say on that boat that you use today. Yeah. Cruising along at nine and a half mile an hour, and you know that at 38%, it's it's telling you that you have. 4.3 miles left of, of, of usable range at full speed. And you think, I know I have to go five. So you back off a of hair, and that number right on the display creeps up to 5.1. You know you're good to go. Wow. So wow. it's and range like knowledge. Super smart. Super smart. So I have a question, because we're having, like, we're talking about all this, but I'm sure, like, the average person's kind of like, like, 
like what does this thing look like or like what's the setup what's the easiest place for them to go like to your website to get information yeah. or a youtube channel torquito.com if you're if you're in the kayak fishing market the best place to go check out videos i do a lot of rigging videos um i do you know whatever is new that's coming out or i get out with uh Team Torquedo guys, although I haven't filmed with Ron Championing, but Ron is one of our, <clears throat> our uh, Team Torquedo guys. I'll get out and film with them. Um, is Torquedo Kayak Fishing on Facebook? That's probably the best one. Now, Brian, on the boat build, are you considering? Are you considering a Torquedo on that? We or? hooked it up last night. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> now, with that smart German brain inside that engine, is there <laughs> any way you could hook up like one of the things you blow into on his motor? <laughs> Maybe save him. Like a breathalyzer? Yeah, breathalyzer. Right. Like, you know, Is that the, where we're going with this day? No, Ima- imagine on, 25 torquitos on a Thursday night. <laughs> just wonder. I'm just trying to keep them from getting tossed over the boat and have right. that thing, you know, still <laughs> there, there, there is a kill switch. It does have a kill switch. It does switch. have a there kill switch. Go. Look at that. Magnet. It does have a kill yeah, switch. Yeah, there's a little magnet that sits right on the top of the head there. Yeah, it's Can a you install disc. a voice on Brian's? It's like, charge me! Because, like, he'll forget that that's going to charge it. And then, like, you know, he'll destroy that lithium battery. Dave, you forgot to go fishing for 10 years. <laughs> What are you even talking about right now? I mean, I can't make fun of you. Dude. <laughs> I'm not saying you suck at fishing. Then, then I would be out of line and out of my lane. I kind of like the voice command to charge me. That's a, that's a good. That's a good idea. Yeah. But about, that thing. About, that about, thing will, about, I would love that. How about bring me? You know what I mean? Like he's always gonna drive away with. That. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to it like Kit. Yeah, like, uh, like Brian. Uh, bring still, me. I'm still in the the garage underneath all the two by fours. Kill me, Dave. <laughs> but that boat will run. But if the at, torpedo does ever be able to talk, can it have the German accent? Uh huh. It should. Can it, it should. Can yeah. it say? You can call Jacob Dave if you need help. <laughs> Jakob. Yeah. Jakob. Or like a British woman's accent, you know. It's like all big teeth. It's my teeth are big. Oh, here we go. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Let me remind everybody watching right now. If you've got questions for Jeff, if you've got questions about the Torquedo pro- uh, product, let us know. Hit us up on the. We don't IM. have questions. And we didn't let anyone ask questions. Yeah, we no, had too many questions, questions ourselves. Maybe no. someone will have a question for Brian's Torquedo. I got a question. I got a question from the board for you, Dave. Um, uh, and it's for actually for 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 Dave about the Torquedo. Can you can you shorten the the shaft length on a Torquedo? <laughs> <laughs> that would be Wawa Hoagie Lady. <laughs> you win, Wawa Hoagie Lady. Wow, well, you win. Oh, gosh. Hold on. Have we told that story? Have we, have we, we, we have. Oh, yeah. Too many. But just to bring him up to speed, Never long too story many. short, we had these crawl dads. <laughs> I was cutting edge in my idea of shortening my shaft. I shortened it way too much, and if I like hit so much as a ripple, it'd be like. <laughs> Dude, he had to sit on the front yeah. deck, yeah. Indian style. I couldn't be in the back because it would just be in the air, like a fan, dude. <laughs> like they those cheap dashboard fans. Yeah. Mike. <laughs> Mike, do you remember we had we had a top round tournament on on Wilson? Back in the day. <laughs> and you guys were in the creek and you could hear him at the, at and the Dave, dam. And I was sitting there. I was fishing some lily pads or something. And Dave is sitting Indian style on the front deck of his boat. And he's up there. He's, he's, he's Indian style. And I think he had the back motor turned on. And he was sitting on the front. 
and he was holding his foot pedal button down, and he's uh, and he got top heavy, and he just rolled off the side of the boat. <laughs> <laughs> and fell the fuck in. <laughs> and, the, and the back motor was locked on, just doing donuts around. Him. Nah, like, yeah, like you said, I had to go to the front, and I had to reach to grab something. I think I was like trying to grab an iced tea or something, and I, I, the, the foot, I like pulled on the foot thing, so my motor shot like you know, like if you pull, like, it, it, it jacked. But I was like, it, Indian style and off balance, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I went in. Dude. Oh my god! <laughs> From where I looked at you, look like you just got top heavy rolled sideways. <laughs> yeah, I, was trying, I was trying to reach back to my cooler, but not slowing down because I was trying to make time. Oh, your head caught wind or something? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> caught a crosswind. Oh my god! Wow. Damn, if you only had the torpedo back then, you would have been. All right. <laughs> You'd have been all right, man. If you only had Eric creeping around with a camera. Oh, no, I, I have it in my head. Oh man, that's funny. I don't remember that. Oh, I remember it. I, don't remember I was that right one. there. I, I watched it. I just happened to look over and see him. I'm like, look at that idiot sitting on the front deck, girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with his legs crossed. He just, he just rolled sideways. Like, you know, I was looking. But the worst part about it was, so I come back from the machine shop after I get it cut, and I like, I put the motor down, and I'm just like, oh man, <laughs> I don't think this is gonna be that good. <laughs> machine shop <laughs> I did dude remember like right in front of me like right at the end of where I lived on Pine there was that machine shop right at yeah. the woods you know yeah. right there the guy did it for me dude the funniest thing is when you <laughs> fell in at Wilson's he was in the deepest part of the lake and he fell in and he stood up and the yeah. water was up to his knees yeah. <laughs> that, that was the true. deepest part of the lake pretty much he's like hey Oh, we digress. Yeah, so bad, Len. I was talking about Turquito. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I do want to talk a little bit about, Jeff, we were talking uh, off-air. We had a commercial break. We were talking, you fished uh, Upper Susquehanna a lot. Mm-hmm. We started talking about big fish. And uh, right. you mentioned you caught a giant. Six, what was it, six? Six ten. Six ten. Smallmouth. In the Upper Susquehanna. I heard In that. the Harrisburg area. Oh Dude, that's, in, that's incredible. First of all, <laughs> How old is that fish, dude? Is that fish like 100 years old? Yeah. Seriously. Because there aren't... I can't remember a lot of six-plus pounders in the upper Susquehanna like that. That's amazing. How old do you think he is? Gotta be old, old. Like 10 I remember talking with some of the uh, biologists down in Virginia. I was president of the Potomac River Smallmouth Club, and I would get speakers, and I'd love, love getting the biologists there. But I remember him saying that your average 20-inch Virginia River smallmouth is 14 years. 14 now, it's, years. Wow. Holy it changes from one river to the next. <laughs> oh my yeah. God. And, you know, the river like the New River has a very fast growth rate. And then you go come up, you know, to the northern part of the state where the Rappahannock or Potomac or Shenandoah, and it's yeah. a little bit slower. Um, a lot of that's forage-based. But I don't know. Um <clears throat> We we definitely had a a really strong year class. If you went back where we just had a lot of twenty plus inch river smallmouth in in the Susquehanna there for a few years. It's right. still great. I mean, it still has a lot of them. But yeah. That particular day, um, I was actually doing a <clears throat> river bassin tournament where it's it's catch, photo, and release. Um, it was my top three by length and my partner's top three and he actually fished a different area my buddy jed um and i think 
our total was 123.75 inches. So wow. We're yeah. All big ones. Yeah. Dang, so we're <clears throat> it actually set the River Bassin um, tournament series record for for a team total. Wow. Yeah. And um, that 610 was was part of it. I had another one that was over five. A lot of them. I mean, I, I was catching fish. You know, big fish so fast that I would get like a 19 and a half up to the boat. I'd be like, mm-hmm. nope, you don't you, get off, get off. And I was yeah, shaking but, them off because uh, I could tell. No, yeah. you're you're not. Can't help. I, I don't. Yeah, you're not yeah. helping me. Um, wow. Now that that was in October. It was in October. Here's what's unique about that particular six, ten, uh, in in the five. I forget what the five. It was over five, but I, you know, I, I, I weighed, you know, maybe three fish in that tournament where I'm just put on the boat. I'm like, I gotta know, you know. Yeah. Um, I don't think those fish were anywhere near as heavy as they were two days prior than when I caught them, because when I caught them, they were totally engorged, stuffed minnows and crayfish in their mouth like they just you know and they kept they, the they kept going and what happened that was unique um then is that we had you know the remnants of one of the the tropical storms come inland and really brought the susquehanna up uh, yeah. i remember pre-fishing the day before hitting an area similar to that and i left that area i knew i was going to fish that area i'm like what's what is the most similar to that area? And I went to a di- you know different area, and, and basically I'm chucking um, spinnerbaits and, and crankbaits into white water. Fast wow. water. White water. Yeah. I mean, like, like you get it stuck. Guess what? You're breaking it off because you're not going in after that because it, it'll it'll you you're gonna flip your kayak. Right. Dang. So. <clears throat> You know, whenever there's a rise, and I've experienced this, you know, over on many different rivers, they just eat. They just go on on the feed, yeah. and you know, the longer the period of time where it was low and clear before that rise, it seems like it's that much more powerful when they do eat. That, you know, and that's what what had happened. I mean, it was a, yeah. a low clear. September without much rain, and then that one tropical storm came in, yeah. and it was on, and wow. they just ate. And you know, a lot of guys in that tournament were uh, struggling to catch fish because it was high and muddy, and it was difficult to to hold position. Yeah, um, it's interesting. You know, it's interesting hearing about this because you know my my thought is always when a river is on the rise, those fish get to the bank. Mm-hmm. But you were catching them in you, white water. In white water, mm-hmm. in the middle of the river, not necessarily um, on the bank. It was a big ledge system, right? And you know, it's it, it was. I was positioned. Um, no, I wasn't really on the bank, right? But mm-hmm. it, but there was enough of a pocket of of uh, honestly, it was it was a pocket that wasn't any bigger than the size of this room here, right? And I just kept putting spinner baits and, and crank baits through there, and, yeah. and you know they just kept coming. Wow! So when you're down there diving, like how 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 do, like how are the fish positioning themselves in this white water? Like what are they doing? Um, are they down low? Is it not roaring down there? Like so I've watched them. I've actually you know it, not not when it's high and muddy like that, but I've I've you know gotten up on the bank and looked down and said I can see these fish. 
you know, what do they do? And they, you know, they do goofy things with that, that ledge, um, ledge current dynamic where they will just come up into it and, you know, nose up to it and look at that water just whizzing past, just waiting for, you know, minnows or crayfish. The crayfish do the same thing is they'll crawl, like say, you, you know, the current's rolling this way. And here's the, the calm side of the rock, and they'll crawl right up to the edge, and they just wait for something to, to go flying by. Yeah. And when it does, they tail flip, grab whatever it is, and, and they go. Um, <laughs> wow. But, I had, well, no, I had one. I had a big tank, and I had, I had a crawfish in there. When I would put the goldfish in to feed the bass, like in the middle of the night, you'd click the light on. And he'd be standing on top of everything, like with, they'd leave their claws open, just waiting for something stupid enough to come by, and then <sighs> boom, they grab it. He would just sit up there at nighttime waiting for somebody to swim by his ass, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, his pinchers were open, dude, ready to blast a, you know? Pinchers of power. Yeah. I want to be a crawfish. Can someone, can someone make a meme? I want to be a crawfish for Halloween. Yeah. yeah. Pinchers of power. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pinces uh, of power. Uh, what movie is that from? It's Goonies, but I'm trying to think of the guy's name. Yeah, Long Duck Dong. Kid. No. Long mm-hmm. Duck Dong. <laughs> Wrong movie. Sorry. Oh. So, but you said you dive for him. You see him in the grass, and like you, you know, like I'm curious. So about that. summertime, uh, and I do it with my kids. It's it's you know it started as a thing where um, you know you know you take your take my boys fishing, and you know fishing's not good. You need alternative things to to do with the kids i mean you you pack a lot of good food and and you you know you skip rocks with them but it was just one other hey what else can we can we get into um you know and i brought it and honestly i go up with my younger son cooper and and sometimes you know we fish for an hour or two and then we start in with the you know with the masks and the snorkel and that's the rest of the day because it's just it's yeah. just fascinating down there. It really is. But you absorb so much knowledge about the right places to put the bait. You know, you you find out that even if you move 15 feet back from you know from the rapid, that there's just like, there are fewer helgramites. You're not you're flipping rocks and not seeing the mad toms and the crayfish that you are up in there. Then you go to the grass beds and it's just like life everywhere, just like shooting past you and running into you. And it's just, you know, and then you go through certain areas where you, you kind of paw along in, in shallow water and you're like, there's nothing here. Huh. You know, why, why is there nothing here? But you move 15 feet in that direction, you know, and it's there. And I don't know whether it's the oxygenation of the water on the right. rapids or places to hide in the grass. I don't know. Hmm. But, but certain areas, and even even if you have shallows where, I mean, the, the, the crayfish base in that river is just so amazing, where you can just look at the bottom of the river and just and just Looks stand like still. The whole thing's moving, and you're just yeah. like, they're everywhere. And yeah, it's phenomenal, like, uh, that's a commonality mm-hmm. with all phenomenal smallmouth fisheries I've ever been to have that. Right. Like when I look at Champlain and Thousand Islands and Upper Susquehanna, they all f- have that phenomenon where if you look at it, it is so many crawfish, it looks like the bottom's moving. I've yep. seen it so many times. It makes wow. you dizzy. It's crazy. <laughs> he taught me something it's else. It's creepy. He told me something he said when he brings his kids fishing, he brings like good snacks and skipping stones. 
I think I'm going to replace my threats and punishment with skipping stones. <laughs> I never think to bring that. I usually just have to yeah, yell at gotta, him the whole gotta time. Yeah, got to leave that paddle at home. <laughs> leave the paddle for rocks. Yeah. <laughs> give, give some snacks over threats. I told you corporal punishment's out of style, Dave. <laughs> I don't do corporal punishment, you know. <laughs> I don't know, maybe verbal? <laughs> verbal lashings? Seek. Riz, we got any questions coming through about uh, Torquedo? What do we got? Brian Carpenter. I, we, uh, remember I had a, a raft, an inflatable? Yeah. Remember my first boat? I do. With an electric motor on it? Yeah. <laughs> I do remember. Do you remember that. that boat, Dave? Yeah, your mom dropped us off in Sweetsboro Lake that time. I remember, dude. Sweetsboro yeah. Lake? Like one time, I think, with you. I had, like, an... It wasn't big. Dude, we used to rope it down on the top of your mom's Datsun. And there was no way. <laughs> it was a Dodge Omni. It was Dodge even Omni. worse. There was no way Horrible. to tie Dots, down the front. Dotson. So we would be driving and the raft would be like. Fold it in half. Fold it up. Like, you know what I mean? Like like a broken convertible. Like, oh, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, man. Dude, I remember, though, it was a boat. Like, it was a holy grail because even that though was the it first was. to have something yeah, to get out. I mean, it was the, the worst inflatable, the cheapest thing the ever. No, but it had but wood, it was didn't a have boat, wood bench dude. seats didn't have two wooden no, bench I, I made a wood floorboard. Wood floorboard. Uh, floorboard. I remember some wood board. floorboard. Yeah. The yeah. carpentry started early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it did. did. It started early. But and the, the it had, one. It had an anus in it. And the motor that came with it, it had a straight shafted motor. It went through the anus. Through the anus. Straight shaft. <laughs> yeah. The anus. But I, I never used that because it was ridiculous. Yeah. No, but the one I remember, I was telling Brian about this earlier, is we were at Compton's. Yeah. We were at Compton's and we launched the same thing. Dot. I think Dot took us. Yeah. And we were at Compton's. Folded boat in half. Yeah. We launched and we were so excited because we were going to be able to fish Compton's. Off the bank. Off the bank, right? We're going to be able to fish it in a new way. And we got out there, and the fish wasn't very good, so I think we started playing a little bit. Probably. And there was that old plat- swim platform yeah. that used to be out there. Well, we get out there, and we get on the platform. Before we know it, the boat got away from the us. The boat left. The boat yeah. left. So me and Brian are on the platform, yeah. and the boat's gone. Yeah. And so I, re- I remember us being panicked because I, I feel like it was cold enough to where we d- it wasn't swimming weather, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's not like it was summer. Ah, it was like cool man. still. And we're panicked. We're, how are we going to get this back? And I start looking in my box, and it was a hard box, you know, and you yeah. open it up with yeah. the three tiers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I have these. I Melted have worms. On the bottom, <laughs> not in the drawers, but on the bottom, I have a card of Stanley Jigs. Yeah. That I had got at like Kmart or Best. <laughs> and it was a card of Best, jigs. Yeah. And I didn't use jigs. I don't yeah. know why I had this card of jigs. Yeah. But they were heavy. They were like half ounce, five sixteenths, nine sixteenths, whatever. Yeah. Stanley was always of off sizes. Yeah, he couldn't give you the. No. And so I've got a spinning rod with light line or whatever, the shit we used yeah, to use. Yeah. And I tie, and the, the boat's going. And it's further and further away by the second. Tying on. And I'm like, shit, shit. And I, I'm tying on this big, <laughs> heavy jig. And I go to make this bomb cast to get it and the jig goes snap it snaps off and I'm like shit and I spread the line back through the guys I, I went through the entire card of jigs and never got the boat back what'd you guys do swim for it I think Brian swam yeah, for it I think I probably did. you did yeah. you did I didn't have to but you did I and think then, you got then, down in your skinny. and then he probably came and got you he had hypothermia and you probably made him oh, fish yeah. for another five I, hours <laughs> afterwards. I think I did I think I did yeah. but the Absolutely. funniest part is I think he went down to his underwear and got out in that cold ass dirty water to go get his boat. And there's people at Compton's eating, oh, watching. Yeah. Restaurant. This is like amazing, beautiful, fine dining restaurant. And they're looking out at this <laughs> skinny ass. Wait, so how old were you guys? 
We weren't driving. We had to be in seventh, eighth grade. Fourteen. Oh, gosh. Yeah. And the restaurant, you know, the people in the restaurant are like, oh, my God. You know, they're looking out there. You know, like, what the hell? Sometimes, like, uh, I'll drive by with the family. We'll be doing something. I'll be far away at one of the places we were dropped off at. Oh, yeah. And I just think, The drop-off locale. I'm like, I would never, like, David's going to be in sixth grade soon. I would never drop him. Such a different world. Don't be ass friends off at a lake. You know what I mean? Like, we used to get dumped off all day. And no cell phones, no no water. We get dropped off a half hour away. No water. No. Half (laughs) hour, 45 minutes away. Yeah. Dude, on on lakes that were not public lakes. I mean, private ass. Oh, yeah. That's right. Get arrested lakes. That we yeah. would convince our moms to drop hey, us off. How about off. that? Like, our moms would never be like, why are all these no trespassing <laughs> signs? <laughs> you know what I mean, dude? dude I'll, ne- I'll never forget. We, could, we sold them anything. Oh, we sold them anything. <laughs> and they were gullible. I hope yeah. my mom's not watching this right now, but I'll never forget the time she took us to Stella's. I w- it was me and you. She took us to Stella's. She yeah. was the driver, too. And and picked up. Yeah. It was a, it was a double that time. Normally we split them, and we're walking through. We they drop us off on that main road, and we'd walk that sand dune and get down to that first right hand corner. And we were walking that sand dune, and son of a bitch, <laughs> we came upon a cooler. Yeah. And we were like half uh, going around with a styrofoam cooler, like ha 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 ha, and kind of kicked the cooler and. The thing's loaded with beer. <laughs> and, dude, it was like, at the time, you know, you're 14, 15. Dude, it's the holy grail, <gasps> you know? Like, you can't get beer at this age yet. <laughs> and, dude, we, we just, our eyes went open and we're like, <laughs> and there was no doubt that we were getting that shit back. <laughs> and we did. Somehow we got we got a 12-pack back. Of hot of hot beer. Do you remember what it was? I don't remember. It was something light. Something shitty, yeah. Probably like Bud Light or whatever. How did you like get this bush. back without... We got it back without without my, without Roberta knowing. Somehow yeah, we got it we back. Because everyone had trunks. And it was... You didn't <laughs> see in the trunks. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there were trunks back then. And we put the everything Honda? in trunks. She had a Honda Accord. We stuck it in the Honda trunk. Accord. And that was... Yeah, that. there were no SUVs that you could, like, oh you know? Like it was is, all... that the, is that the, the trunk that snapped Dave's rod? Was that the one? Was it Dave's rod or was it Rick King's rod? No, no. No, my mom chopped one of Tom's rods in half. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like, I don't know, like in her Berkeley know, like Chrysler or something. Yeah, or Chrysler or whatever, you know. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Anyhow. Thanks. For, they, they go down memory Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> I do. Now that you said that, though, I, ha- I want to retell the Tom's mom story. I have to do this. <laughs> I don't think I've ever done Do it, it on up. the show. <laughs> this is the best story ever. So I'm sorry, Tom. I have and to your do mom. This. He don't watch. So our good friend Tom. <laughs> this is true. His mom, Donna, uh, worked at a VFW. This Donna. VFW in Runnymede. And it was hot. And for some reason, this is this is years later. We end up our first bass club we used to meet at this VFW. This but years true. later, I ended up there somehow. And mm-hmm. I think I was going to meet Tom and you guys up there. But Tom's mom started working at this VFW as a bartender. And so she knew we were coming up there, and she asked if I could bring one of my books. This was several years after I wrote my uh, my book, wrote Fishing on the Edge. I'm like, yeah, I'll bring you a book up, absolutely. You know, it's Tom's mom, man. I'm gonna, of course I'm going to give her a book. This is ridiculous, you know? <laughs> so I bring her a book, a hard, nice hardback copy that I have, and I, and I bring it to her, and I pull up, and she comes running out. Did you bring the book? I said, yeah. And I give it to her, and I'm like, thanks, and I'm, I want to go in. She's like, no, 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 no. Will you sign it for me? She like really kind of like put me on the spot. Like, sign. Will you sign it for me? Sign it. She even had the sharpie. Here, here, here. I brought your sharpie. 
and she flips the front cover open and put, puts me on the spot, you know, and I'm like, okay, yeah. And I've got these normal ideas of what I normally write to fans, like good luck, good fishing, you know. Never give up. Never give up. And But here's Tom's mom. Here's my friend's mom that I knew since I was eight years old, and yeah. she's it's really weird. What? And I, I just sort of blacked out, and I just the first thing that came to my mind, and I just started writing it without <laughs> thinking about it. And I go, I go, uh, uh, to Donna, thanks for being my friend's mom. <laughs> <laughs> and then perfect. signed my name to came to and ran into the VFW. <laughs> what the hell? You immediately reverted to like an eighth grade thank you letter that your mom gave in the right yeah. to somebody. <laughs> Thanks for being my friend's mom. Oh like God. he had a choice. <laughs> Maybe that was like a deep subconscious thing how you felt about Tom. I don't. Was it? Like, Maybe it was. Thanks for not leaving him on a like on a step somewhere. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so I could be his friend. I don't know. Oh my god. This is a power. Uh, I get yeah. that over somewhere. Oh, get awesome. oh god. Awesome. Uh, I think this is a good transition so, point. Somebody just sent us a. Oh, cool. Get a picture of that. Happy Mother's Day, Donna. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day is coming up. Yeah. Guns in the air says pincers of power with an Ike Live logo. <laughs> it just came on the IM board. Wow. We need to get that over That's somehow. That's good. Yeah. Uh, Brian Carpenter, I yeah, want to yeah, yeah. go ahead and uh, this is a great uh, little segue point. Okay. And I want to let you know Ike Live is the only official live podcast that does a mystery tackle box unboxing. And, Becky, we're going to go ahead and do our unboxing. We've got, of course, a Jeff on the couch is going to help us with this. Tonight, and I'm assuming this is the box right here? I'm assuming you're correct. Looks about right. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you guys know Mystery Tackle Box, like Christmas to your doorstep once a month. This is the best part of the box. You don't know what you're getting. you got to break the seal. We're going to break it. Listen to that noise. Listen to that seal pop. It's the best part. You ready? Listen, it's like Brandon Cobb's hook set. Just like that. I'm going to break the seal on that amazing box. Oh, wait, still I'm curious about the um, Brandon... Cobb interview. I'm sorry, he's putting kids to bed. Pete writes notes, I guess things to remind himself, like questions to ask. But right here it says <laughs> Pete's notes. Save Pete's notes says save a vegetable. I'm not kidding. I can't make this up. What were y'all talking about? I don't know. What else does Pete's notes say? Like what are you most proud of? Nap at two. Nap at four. <laughs> <laughs> nap at four thirty. Snack between nap. Snap at. It seriously says save a vegetable. <laughs> Snack between nap. <laughs> <laughs> oh. There's proof that when Pete shows up with a coffee cup, it's definitely not coffee. Yeah. <laughs> a cup. All right, we're gonna go ahead and do the unboxing. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna hand it to Becky. Becky, you hand it over to Jeff, and Jeff's going to hand it to Dave. We're going to go through. Uh, this is the neat thing about this MTB Pro Box. It's got a lot of variation, and I've always preached this. It's a great way to get stuff you would never normally buy on your own. And I and I and yeah. I want to state that again. I'm going to. I grabbed the first thing. Here's something really neat, Brian the Carpenter. Yeah. Uh, not just baits in a mystery tackle box, MTB box, but amazing buff. Uh, that came in right here, and this is this is great because this is something that uh, a hunter could wear. That this is a product that I use. Let's go flyer. Almost every time I fish, this is by a company called Neko. 
I don't know if it's like the Neko rig, but this is a Neko buff. And look at this. I want to show you this one. I'll actually try it on for you. We got a little, uh, look at that. Dave, look at that. It's got the mouth. Ah, it's got See the mouth, the yeah. teeth. Good job. Got the nose. Ah, really cool like product. Neko buff in the mystery yeah. tackle box. Yeah. Pretty neat. Stick like them the, up. Like the drummer from Slipknot. Could be, yeah. Like, like Slipknot. Speaking of buffs, Bash University just got all of their uh, new buffs in for new subscribers. Really? You will be getting buffs. Oh. Yep. Neck gators. Wonder if I'll get very, one. Buffs. Very exciting. All right, Becky, what do you got? All right, so listen. <laughs> I feel like I've, I've, I've done a handful of these, and I know no one really cares for my assessment of baits. So I want to point Here. out that this is the very <laughs> first time I've ever seen them put line in a box. Braid! Nice. Wow. I've never seen line. box. 15 so pounds. actually there's braid in the box. Be great for a spinning rod. Little little braid to floor leader. We're gonna go over to uh, Jeff. Jeff, pick something out in there that intrigues you. <laughs> something that maybe you wouldn't normally throw in a normal situation. Brian, did you say you didn't like my assessment of baits? I know I did not. I said here, here. I was striking. I was agreeing with you, Becky. <laughs> <laughs> That's my point. Yeah, you're only supposed to laugh at self-depravity. You're not supposed to be like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do so. Faux show. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> I concur. All right. What do you got there? All right, Jeff, what did you, you pick out? Looks like a bait by Crazy Weston. bluegill. Oh, oh sub inch. Swim, floating. I'm going to pull it out. Okay. Check it out. Excuse me. Maybe part, part swim out. bait? Let's be honest. Weston's yeah. known for making some crazy stuff. Then we have the duck and the, and the oh, yeah. frog. Yeah. And the, Weston, yeah. Weston's I think they might be jumping the, at The you. Weston's duck, right? Yeah. Somebody. What's it? That is a Weston duck. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I see. Huh. Almost I'm wondering like, how, it, yeah. how it orients. It's so it's like a that. soft body, soft body yeah. frog style. Almost super natto. Like. Yeah. 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 But a bluegill. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Like that. Sharp. Until you throw. Pretty neat. Huh. You know what it needs. Fishing line. A little fish little liquid mayhem right about there. Oh, oh, yeah. That's what's yeah. a little yeah. mayhem. Yeah, by the way, I saw Jeff had the liquid mayhem in his in his yak. Oh, yeah. He's a believer. Believer. Yeah. And everything's pink. Believer. <laughs> hey, and didn't liquid mayhem just come out with a new website? I, I They do. They, they did, did a, a, a redesign. Yeah, yes. they did the... They, 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 they were... Uh, .ca because it's a Canadian company, so they're now .com. Yeah. So it makes it lookatmayhem.com. Nice. A little easier to get to. Nice. Okay. Dave, what do we got? So what has intrigued me is this uh, swim jig that has no weed guard that you would Texas rig your trailer into. Ooh. Interesting. Pretty interesting. Yeah. It's heavy, so I got to wonder when it rolls because of the weight, how many times you just, you know. Yeah. I do like the concept, though. Great hook, though. Huh? Yeah, I like the concept. Just text, basic Texas rig, yeah. your trailer, and it becomes weedless. Yeah, it's pretty rad. Interesting. All right, uh, go on to the back. Riz, what do we got? MTB box. What do we got? I got uh, Mustad, 3 um offset EWG hooks. Okay. I I, uh, I love to I love to flip. It's my favorite way to catch fish. And uh, I'm rich. I love to flip. Yeah. <laughs> and I actually use a 3 yacht EWG. Normally, I use a VMC uh Ike approved heavy duty hook, but um, these three yacht VMC Mustads will probably get it done too. So. Nice. I like yeah. their grip pins. Yeah, it's a good hook. 
Yeah. Yeah. Griffin's a good hook. Yeah, we got we got uh, some soft plastics. Looks like it's a salad spoon type of uh, soft plastic. Ah, the old salad oh, spoon. Oh, cool. Yeah. Little topwater buzzer. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Uh, there, there, there you have it, folks. Mystery Tackle Box once again. Uh, great uh, example of the variation of baits in each box mm-hmm. to your doorstep every month with new baits. Um, I hope you've enjoyed the show. Before we go, Brian Carpenter, before we take this break and get on to the next segment, Word. Jeff, I do want to put you on the spot real quick. Two things. Let everybody know. I know Becky asked you this question, but people watching tonight, they're intrigued by Torquedo, <clears throat> whether they have a kayak a John boat, something in between. They're saying, man, I, I want to check this out as a, as a as a motor for my for my boat. Where can they go to find information? What, what, what's the best way to? Torquedo.com. Torquedo.com. T-O-R-Q. There is no U. E-E-D-O. E-E-D-O.com. Uh, and then finally, I know you mentioned underwater stuff. Intrigues me a lot, and I I want to see some more of that stuff myself. But people are watching. They wanna they want to see some of it. What's the YouTube handle they can follow yet? The Little Stuff. The Little Stuff. That's it. Okay. Because it's the little stuff that makes a big difference whether you're catching yeah. or not. Awesome. Okay, there you have it. The Little Stuff on YouTube. Check it out. Uh, Jeff Little, everybody, on the casting couch yeah. tonight. Thank Appreciate you. It. Very awesome. Hello, Jeff. Uh, and we ain't done. We're not done. Ryan <laughs> Carpenter, here's the good news. we got one more segment left. Yeah. For those of you watching, hang in there with us because we got two big things that are going to happen. We've got uh, some prizes, Becky. We're giving away a few of these Ike Live bags that you see over here. How, how many are we giving away? Uh, a couple. Two. I think two. Right. Two. A couple is two. Yes. A couple's two. I'm just double away. checking because Miss Janet. We're giving away two. A couple's you. two. Chill out. And then <laughs> also. Yohan. Yohan. <coughs> Ryan Lambert, oh, Becky, yeah. is joining us. And we're going to talk a little bit about the kayak scene, yeah. good and bad. Maybe hey. a little bit of controversy we're going to we're gonna start up. We're, we're, we don't know. Who knows? You can try. Uh, but hang in there with us. When we come back, more Ike Life. You good, man? You know we're doing a video right now, right? I'm about to go down there and tackle that dude. Hey! <laughs> hey, the official world. What's shaking fat cat dude coming at you? Listen. Let's talk about something very important, and I'm not talking about Jack and John's Ripping Lips 2455 and Big Belly Kelly out of a brush pile. I found Primal Urge Foods. Ladies and gentlemen, what Primal Urge Foods is, it is a monthly meat stick box. Month Every month, you get a box of meat sticks to your door. Retail is probably, I don't know, $30, $40, dollars $14.95 a month. Now, you can pick many different varieties. You can pick a surprise box. You get a little bit of this, you get a little bit of that. You get some 24, 55, and 54. No, we don't like antibiotics. No antibiotics. And these right here, completely, completely eagle-free. Now, it's the gas stations B6 you buy probably have eagle in them. They have rhinoceros in them. But we are Americans. America! We're not eating bald eagles in our meat sticks. Guaranteed, none of these meat sticks have bald eagle in them. That's the number one reason to buy these meat sticks. You want to get granddaddy a gift? Hey, I... You're dating a girl. Ooh, she's fine as muscadine wine. And you want to warm up her hair? Tell you I'm getting excited talking about women. Uh, I forget. I forget what it's. Primal Urge, fourteen ninety five a month. Monthly meat box subscription. It could be called a uh, bombs, bombs box of meat sticks. <laughs> Just do like I do, and every month the box shows up, and I don't know what's going to be in it, but they're all delicious. The meat right there. I, I tell you what, that's something going right there. It's girthy. It's Fat Cat Newton, Prime Foods. Please, 
Ike Live is the code, guys. Ike Live. Ike Live is the code. Okay? Primary Foods, Ike Live is the code. It gets you five dollars off a box. Okay? I'm respooling my reels, baby. Oh, hush. Come on. Watch your set. Whoa, watch your set there. Come on. Get them close. I got them close. No Hold my arms up tight. Oh, all right. Ready? One, two, three. place in our hearts for the tools of the trade. They're what we prep for a good day on the water. They're what we clean after a good day in the field. Flambeau's patented Z-Rust technology protects the gear of today from rust and corrosion. Z-Rust for the performance of tomorrow. Preserve. Perform. Repeat. hard to catch your fish. TH Marine has two products to ensure your fish survive. The Oxygenator injects 100% pure oxygen into your live well. That increases fish survival by 35%. For the perfect combo, add G-Juice live well treatment. It calms fish, stops bleeding, removes ammonia, and replaces slime coat. Get an Oxygenator and G-Juice and keep your fish alive. 